Episode 9. China is singular. 12-6-2012. Now, with more putty. Hey. Hey, how's it going? That's pretty good. How about you? I'm doing good. Yeah? How's your week? Big week. Yeah? What'd you do? Uh, lots of stuff. Yeah? So, um, looking back a few years, weeks, um, do you remember the, uh, printer? Yes, yes, I, I yes. remember the toner disaster. So, y'all remember the toner disaster? I think y'all? it was a... Y'all. Okay. Y'all remember that disaster? <laughs> it was just like a tornado in a uh, toner park. Yeah, it's funny that you said tornado, because I was going to say the same thing, but I was going to say in Kansas. But in the toner park. Okay. Okay, but, um, so, uh, yeah, that has lots of cool parts inside of it. Does it? So, what'd, what'd you find? Um... I found a bunch of um, motors, like each gear had its own motor, so I got a pile of motors now. Um, I also got a bunch of switches. Um, I got uh, a couple of bridge, uh, bridge rectifiers, mm-hmm. um, a couple of capacitors, and all the resistors were um, really soldered onto the board really closely, so I couldn't, I mean, I could cut them out, but I mean, desolder them, but um, unusable. Mm-hmm. But um, I got um, some really big capacitors. That's I, good. I found um, one 200 volt. Um, capacitor at I think like 680 microfarons and one interesting thing I didn't know about the printer but it was also a scanner like it could make really? copies yes well, that's cool I, I removed this really cool halogen bulb from it hmm. um, I didn't know it could uh, do uh, copies yeah do you remember much of that printer or is it just an exploding <laughs> thing in the back of the corner it was probably around for about four months and okay. we, we hadn't used it that much I mean we, we you know used it about as much as we use a current printer so so exclusively for you yeah. All right. So that's, that's pretty good. I it was it was attached to only one computer. We didn't have like a thousand computers in the house that were all networked mm. to it. So we only had one computer essentially hooked up to it. So we didn't use it that much. Okay. But, and then one day we were trying to print something important, I guess, and it just melted. Mm. Yeah. But uh yeah. So guess how much power it takes to power the little bulb of yours? Thousands of degrees. Mm. Um Nope, it runs at uh, 115 volts, and it's uh, 880 watts. Okay. Thousands of degrees. Yeah, it gets really, really hot. And so... Um, That's what I'm saying. We're going to find a way to heat this room with it. It's 66 already. Yeah, cool, 66 degrees. I'll, I'll be happy at, um, I don't know, above 70. I'm impressed, you know, actually. Yeah, I mean, yeah. normally, what's it, like 61? 69 when I came in here earlier today. Mm. To clean, yeah. You cleaned in here? Yeah. Oh, tell us about that. I uh, moved some cords off this table. Mm. Yeah. Next to the hundreds of pop cans? No, there weren't any pop cans. You took care of that on Wednesday. Yeah, but you're supposed to allude that we have a million pop cans in here, because that's all we do in this room. Well, you did a very poor job at alluding. You just told everybody. Hmm. You okay over there? Yeah, pretty much. Need to lay down? No. I'll you breathe. sure? Mm-hmm. Can you breathe? <laughs> yeah, I tried to start Dr. Per. Ah, okay. Uh, that didn't work Do you out. need a doctor? If his name is Pepper. Ow. Wow. <laughs> you okay? Yeah. Sure? Mm-hmm. Okay. What were we talking about? I forgot. Um, I don't know. I don't remember either. Yeah. But you know what? Mm-hmm. Uh, so next week is CES. I hear a lot of cool stuff is coming out then. Hmm. What have you heard so far? Um, well, nothing about fridges, but uh, actually, you know how last week we were talking about uh, bezels? Oh, yes. And TVs. You know, we, we had a long debate about the uh, future of the Apple TV and mm-hmm. why it makes no sense to make an actual display. Agreed. And And we talked about uh, the Thunderbolt display and why I loved its bezel versus all other TVs' bezels because the screen is on the same level as the glass. Mm. So, um... One of the things that's coming out on, um, you know, during CES, actually, is um, LG's new OLED TV. Mm. So what does OLED, um, whatever you said, mean? Uh, OLED, or OLED. OLED? Mm-hmm. Mm. OLED. I made that up. I have really no idea if anybody actually calls it that. I hope they don't. But but for the sake of argument, let's call it OLED. Um, okay. Well, OLED is organic LED. And I don't know how you find an organic LED. Like, what, do you walk up to a caterpillar and... Hey, did you go to any? No, you walk up to a Caterpie. Hmm. See, one, at least one of the things I didn't say was fictional. I'm pretty sure Pokemon are real. That's why you said it. Okay. Um, and so, um, one of the cool things about OLEDs is they have a 
huge uh, contrast ratio uh, compared to regular LEDs, and um, they're really tiny. Mm. And um, uh, what LG came up came up with was a way to essentially screen print LED, these OLEDs onto some type of material so that they don't have to like press them in; they just print them onto whatever, and then they just and it's done, and they just power it through the back end. So um, I think they're coming out with like a 50, 50 inch flat panel, and um, I think I think that's the largest single OLED screen really on the market. Yeah. So how much power do they use, like compared um, to other LED TVs? I, th- I think what they're saying is that um, it's forty percent less. Mm. But I I, I I I imagine that depends on the size like from previous LEDs or previous. I think L- from LCD. LEDs. So like an LED screen. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I think the biggest thing about LEDs is because they're so small, they don't need a backlight. They make their own light. Hmm. You know, like how um, yeah. LCDs need the backlight, and then LED screens don't need a backlight because they make their own light. But but these LEDs, these organic LEDs, like are you- much smaller. So um, the TV that LG came out with, it or is coming out with, is um, four millimeters thick. Hmm. Uh, how how thick is your iPad? Um, what's it? Seven. I don't know, but it's not that big, so yeah, not like this uh, touchpad. Oh yeah, uh, but I mean that's that's really impressive. I think it it's almost yeah. essentially as thin as MacBook Air's cover. Mm. I mean that's that's uh, a thin yeah. TV. I was so happy when I upgraded from my old um, CRT monitor to um, my little LED, my LCD LED backlit monitor. Um, it's fourteen millimeters thick, mm. and I, I thought that was really good. Yeah. Especially because I can move it one-handed now. Oh, and it's as light as your that, that, HP Touch, I know. I, <laughs> My whole 21-and-a-half-inch monitor. Is that how big it is? Yeah. I thought it was a 23. Uh, no. I, I, I buy the cheapest thing mm. over 20. That's too bad. Yeah, I got it in a good deal. It's 130 bucks for the whole monitor. Oh, that is a good deal. Yeah. What's the contrast ratio on that one? Because I've, I've seen a lot of them, that, a lot of LEDs um, um, that are fairly inexpensive but with just really low contrast ratios. To be honest, I don't remember right now. Like I, I know I, it looks really nice, but I, like I feel um, like this MacBook Air's contrast ratio, and I, I imagine this is just LED with no LED. I mean LCD with no LEDs, but the contrast ratio is really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, it's backlit by the sun. It really is. Yeah, that's kind of creepy. It's also backlit by the Andromeda Galaxy. <laughs> ah, yeah. Uh, in other um, cases, though, I mean, imagine, imagine, um, uh. A TV that's that thin, though. So one mm-hmm. of the things I thought about, though, is how do you plug it into, like, an HDMI cable? I mean, think about the HDMI adapter itself. It's way bigger than four millimeters. Yeah. Yeah, so I... I it really is. And so does everything else. It does pose a problem, right? Agreed. Well, um, apparently it, it comes, like, with a stand. Like, there's a little cord, like, that goes through a stand that does it all. Does all what? Like there's a like a little tube that goes into the you know four millimeter platter with the screen printed OLED surface on it, and then that has you know your power and your HDMI and whatever other ports. So it's like okay, a, so it's all at the base of the TV. Yeah, it's like okay. a snake that goes from the TV somewhere else. That's cool. Yeah, because I, I, I but it's still kind of not traditional. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so um. When they, since they've come out with this technology, that this uh, opens a lot of opportunities for other things to use the same type of process to make the OLEDs. Okay. Because uh, if they can make it for 50 inches, they can obviously do it for you know phone sizes and tablet sizes. And with that type of thinness, I think a lot of companies would look into it. Agreed. Yeah. So was, did you hear anything else coming to it? Um, not, not on the TV end. Uh, I know they're working on multiple models. No, oh, um, to the conference thing. Mm-hmm. Or is it just a well? It's not an all about OLED. TV. <laughs> OLED. OLED. Nobody called it. Uh, you he know, called it. did I? You know, if if it turns out on on Tuesday that they actually do call it OLED, I'm going to be impressed. That's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, just just so you know, we're not covering CES live. Just so you know. Why not? Well, uh, do you do you have a car? Yeah. Um. Can you get to Vegas in any reasonable amount of time for less than ten dollars? Less than ten dollars? No, I can't even get to school for ten dollars, <laughs> and that's um, five miles away. Okay, um, you know, um, a lot of tablets are coming out at CES this year. 
uh, obviously, okay. yeah. because this you know, tablet, it's age. Ta- tablet land. And um, have you ever heard of, um, uh, you know, like the MacBook Air is really tiny. It's called an Ultrabook. Have you ever heard of those? Mm-hmm. It's from Intel. Or, you know, the specs are from Intel. Well, a lot of Ultrabooks are coming out during CES this year. Okay. Yeah. So they're com- trying to compete with Apple on the MacBook Air's tininess mm. and thinness and transparency. Uh, that's a pretty cool feature. Mm. Yeah, I think so. I always love but, transparent screen. But, you know, I, I really don't pay too much attention to the rumors about CES until I get there a week later. I mean, it doesn't really matter to me. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, um, speaking of rumors, or, I guess it's not a rumor, so, do you know the company Apple? Yeah. I yeah. I've um, heard of them. So, they've been applying for a lot of patents. Yeah, have they? And um, it's applied for another one, which I think is kind of stupid. Hmm. So, imagine that you're like every person in the world and forgot your password. Um, yeah. Like, on a help desk and stuff, you know, everything, everybody always forgets a password because everybody does not use less fast. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I don't think it'll help you in this scenario. So let's say you forgot your, your password to your MacBook Air. How would you recover it? I think I have no idea. Actually, there is a way. Um, but if is you, it complicated? Uh, if you boot into Lion safe mode, you can do some crap. And Oh, actually, actually. So if you forget... Um, if you forget your account password, right? That mm-hmm. you're talking about? Yes. So if you forget that, what you do is you boot into safe lion mode or whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. And then you sign in with your Apple ID and password for your Apple ID. Okay. Do you know what I would just do? No. Boot into single user mode and just own it. Yeah, but I don't know if that works in Lion, though. Yeah, no, I haven't tried that. Yeah. Yeah. But um, imagine if you could just um take your power supply for your little MacBook Air mm-hmm. and plug it in. It is? It is. But um, most you don't lose your laptop in your own house. All your laptops get stolen. You're talking or, to me, man. Ah, yeah. Um, but, like, your laptops get stolen away from home. So you imagine if you're home, you're the right user for the computer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what they decided to do is they decided to put a little chip inside your power supply that will will tell you the password. They can do the account recovery, and it stores the password right in the power supply. Well, that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. But, um... Who do you always lock your computer from? I never lock it. Your family, everybody else, all the I, I never crazy lock, people. I never lock my computers. Mm. Imagine if you did. Okay. Like, let's say you're trying to hide somebody from... Or not hide somebody. Hide something from somebody. Who's in the closet? He's already dead, so it doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But, um... So if I don't hide things from my family because I don't I don't care and plus they don't know what a computer is most of the time. That's um, kind of my defense too, actually. Uh, they do, but um, until just recently, you couldn't. If you turned on my computer, you would get mm. grub exploding. Yeah, um, I understand. Yes, yes. Um, but the thing is, my computer is a little crazier to use than others because mm-hmm. um, it's kind of hacked together. Yeah, I, I know how that is. Yes, but so. Would you ever want that feature? Like, you know, so, uh, so I read this article from Forbes um, about... Uh, so did I. Uh, patenting a power charger that can recall passwords, essentially. Yes. Um, and you know, it, 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 it isn't a bad idea, but it's just not imp- implementable well. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's a great thing to patent, because it's cool. I mean, it sounds yeah. it sounds great in theory. It sounds really nice on paper. And like, oh, look, I forgot my password. Let me just plug it in, and, you know, I know it now. You know, it sounds really nice in theory. Um, but obviously one of the things, even in the paper, or even in the article that they pointed out is, you know, usually, you know, when you're out and about, you don't have your cord with you, and so then they wouldn't be stolen together. One would just be stolen. Yeah, that's really right. And, you know, if you forgot your password, how could you forget your password? How does that even happen? By trying to do something crazy. I, I never use the Macs or, you know, the OS system for protecting anything. Hmm. You know, if I want to protect files, I would put them in 20 folders deep and put some sim links around them. Or just not put them on your device. Just pretend you had important files. Yeah, I do that, put everything in your Dropbox. Have you ever done that? Mm-hmm. Everything so important fun. is in my Dropbox. Everything important is in uh, nowhere. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't have anything important. Ah, that'd yeah. probably make you safe. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I uh, so on all my Windows computers, the password is QWERTY, just you ah, know. Mm-hmm. And on my Mac, it's um, Bob. Mm. Thank you for not saying the real one because I use that password for everything too. Yeah, that's why I said Bob. Yeah, um, it's actually not Bob. It's actually um, Q A Z. Wait, what? No, Z A Q one X S W two. 
Now somebody can get into my guild wars. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. Well, they don't know that I'm foo for you at ncsoft. Dot com. Um, but yeah, you know, I use that password a lot though because it's you know it's the same kind of qwerty style pattern. I, it's mm-hmm. just to unlock the computer. You know, like on your um, iPad, you have to swipe to unlock, right? Yeah. You know, it's the same kind of thing. I f- I feel like the password thing is like swiping to unlock. For me, anyway. Okay. Because I yeah. never I never use it for security. I use it to make sure the screen doesn't well, go on. If you do QWERTY, you can just swipe to unlock. Pretty much. Yeah. Or you can push up. I don't know. Whatever. But yeah, I, I think it's a cool feature. I, I would I would like to see it implemented better though, because that implementation doesn't seem to make sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, but, um, I mean, what what they did here, you know, signing into your Apple account that you associated with Lion when you installed, makes sense to me. Yeah, um, I know, you know, our friend William's HP Pavilion thing. Yes, I do. Um, is the biometric thing? Yes, and oh. I thought that that would, like, I thought mm-hmm. that would be stupid because that would take forever to use. But as soon as you scan it, it it instantly verifies your fingerprint. It's beautiful. Um, it's but, fast. But and, but here's my problem with that: it's not native. Ah, so if you do a reinstall, you you have to hunt down the drivers, and then you'll find out they don't exist? Well, I mean, it just feels to me that if I'm going to have some system security, I want the system to be implementing it from the top down. Um, I don't don't want an intermediary dealing with it. Like, you know um, when we got the uh, Google laptops a few years ago? Oh, the VisaFace. I don't even know what it was called, but they had some weird facial recognition software Mm -hmm. that it was... Essentially overwriting the regular Windows login prompt, and thus made it didn't work very well. Yeah, um, I removed it. I did too. I yeah. and I removed the Google laptop also. Ah, I noticed. Yeah, I, mean, I'm, uh, I don't know what happened to it. Um, yeah. But, but um, yeah. now that some other company has it, Apple's going to get it next because that's what they always do. Um, so now they're going to try, or I'm certain that they might try something like that in the future. I don't know. It'll take them a few years. Yeah, I think spaces so. and stuff. I think so. I mean, also think about how they could do it. Like, you know, let's say you have your password on your account, right? You, you know, you're setting up your account. And you make your password. Mm-hmm. That means they have to make that. Um, I don't even know what this is called anymore. What is it called? Power supply. No, but it's they have a name for this. MagSafe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like magnet safe. You know, that's what they call yeah. it. So it's the MagSafe adapter. So they'd have to make a different type of MagSafe adapter that could send data to the thingamajig over here once. But somehow, or they can make a wireless. But that's even more money. Yeah, I mean, that shouldn't be hard. Like my my my, my iPad is powered. Um, like I transfer data all the time through the same port as I charge it. Mm-hmm. And um, your MacBook Air doesn't use much more power than the iPad. I'm guessing. Uh, this is 45 watt. Okay. Um, 10, I think. I don't know. Yeah. That sounds about right because it's powered over USB, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. What I was thinking is, what if um, what if Apple switched all their devices to a, a single charging uh, port. I don't think that would work. Why not? Well, look how much power um, the iPad... No, a single port size. A single port. What's wrong with having a single port? Hmm. It'd be too big, too complicated. And what if you want to add something else to it? Why, why would you need it to be big? Because you're going to have to have a lot of stuff in it. No, I don't think so. You needed to send power and maybe data. But how, what if you want to send send data multiple places? It's a single cord. Single port. What do you mean it's multiple places? So if you want a single port for all devices, right? No, no, no. Single for charging. Ah, okay. You know, like you know how like how all of the i things, you know, mm-hmm. iPad, iPod, and iPhone, they all have the thirty pin connector, mm-hmm. and all of these MacBooks have the MagSafe. Mm-hmm. That are the same, and then all the iMacs have who knows what, and then the uh, MacBook, Mac, uh, Mac, what is it called? Mac, Mac Pro? Yeah. It just has, I imagine, a regular PC kind of mm-hmm. port. And so does the iMac. Really? Yep. Well, that's nice. It's just got a funny lip around it. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Well, what if, what, what if they made a single uh, charging port for all devices across the board? I don't think that would ever happen. No? Never. That'd be nice, though. No. Like, hmm, I lost my cord. I can use my Max cord instead. Mm, don't think it'll ever happen. Hmm, okay. I think that's yep. something they might do someday, though. Okay. It's another thing to simplify the entire lineup. Mm, it, it might, but still, uh, you, you can never have... I don't think you could ever have that. Why? 
I mean, you, you expect the same thing that powers a desktop to power a little iPad? The same port. Like, the, the power brick could be different, but the same port. Okay, do you know how thin my little cable that goes to my iPad is? Pretty thin. How thick is the cable that goes to there? To, um, a, like, a normal... But, I mean, look split. at this. Yes. Yeah. Mine's smaller. But, you know, but, I mean, it's pretty tiny. Yeah, but... I've but seen I USB can't... cables a lot larger than that. Yeah, but you still have to have insulation when you have stuff to power a 600-watt computer. Yes, I know. But, I mean, even the Mac Pros is an, is an exception to this because they're phasing that out anyway. So, I mean, I think they could eventually get to the point where even iMacs could use it. Okay. Well, I'll see this day when it never happens. Okay, I will see it when it does. Well, I think it will. It won't ever happen. Okay, what's next? I uh, just finished mine. Hmm. Yep. Well, so, you know, I think we were talking about Apple. Is that what we were just talking about? Yeah. That's weird because, you know, I think we talk about Apple way too much. But since we don't talk about Apple enough, let's talk about an event sometime maybe later this January. I think we already talked about this, but okay. Um, so um, a lot of reporting is going on now about a secret rumored uh, iPad event in New York. An iPad event. Apple event in New York. Okay. There's nothing to do about iPads unless it does. Um, so there's, there's two rumors. It, it'll be either about iBooks or about textbooks. What about both? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for iBooks, they could get more publishers on board. But I, I don't. Do you know how, what publishers they have? I, I don't either. Uh, I, I use Kindle. Yeah. Um, so they could get more publishers on board with uh, iBooks, or they could um, expand the selections significantly. That would be nice. Um, or they could open up the iBook store to self-publishing, which would be terrible. You've seen what's happened with the Kindle store, mm-hmm. um, so I don't. I don't think those are going to happen. I think what might happen is, and more likely, it would be the textbook market. They might have some special textbook thing um, that's better than what they have currently. Yeah, but I don't see any future of ever having the textbooks on the iPad. Um, no, I mean they do, but I write in my textbooks sometimes. I want to highlight stuff. I want to rip uh, like. You want to um, rip it apart? Okay. I, I did. I had to give my... I ran out of business cards because I keep on giving these people and they look at it for two seconds and they throw it somewhere where they'll never find it. And yes. then all of a sudden they find all three of them and then when you go to visit somebody at um, your former school, they have like six of them on your desk and you wonder how they got all six of them. Yeah, it was a really weird. Hmm. Um, a person we both know... This is fishy. Had, um, lots of my business cards somehow. Hmm. I, I don't know. Weird. Must have made copies. <laughs> Um, Actually, wouldn't be surprised there. Um, yeah. But uh, so I, th- I think um, I don't think there's going to be any new products at this. It's just kind of a little thing in New York about publishing. That, that's essentially that's kind of place to go. Um, they did it a couple. Uh, you know, whenever iBooks launched, I think that was with iOS four. They did it in 2010. Also, they had an mm-hmm. event in um, New York to promote some new publishers and stuff. And okay. just like um, they had the Verizon event in New York. You know, for the Verizon iPhone, they had that in New York also. So it's not going to be anything important, but it'll still be some Apple thing. Yeah, if it's an Apple thing, it will draw attention. A little bit. Because we've been talking about nothing but Apple. Everybody cares about Apple. I think the other four stories in our lineup are also about Apple. Yep. Except, My... except that Windows 8 one and mm. uh, that other one and the rest of them. Yeah. Yeah. We all go back to Apple somehow. Mm-hmm. Right? Starts with A. Yeah. So my next one is about Apple, as we just stated. Um, so if I make a little, I don't know, Joe Maurer toy, and I try to sell it to somebody, what happens? Um, or, like, not just to somebody, but, like, like a certain mass production of little Joe Maurer toys. I've got to ask, who is this? He's a baseball catcher for the Twins, mm. I guess. Um, uh, another former teacher we know has a life-size poster hanging in her office. Okay. Um, hmm. I guess he's... I don't know, attractive to girls that teach at schools. I don't know. All I know is, though, that Twins will sue me for, or Major League Baseball will sue me for using the Twins logo to make a little action figure of the baseball player. Uh, because hmm. they own the rights to the like the uniforms of the Twins characters and all the yeah. stuff, but not for making a likeness of Joe Maurer, but for using uh, the baseball player. You know, I think that's fair. Yeah, I do too. But, so, um, you know Steve Jobs. I know him. I've never uh, met him, but I have a picture of him. Well, apparently Apple has claimed royalties on his image. Like, um, they own his image of Steve Jobs wearing a turtleneck not made by them and um, 
I know the guy who oh, made geez. the turtleneck, actually. You, you know him? Know him? I just know he lives a little north of us. Oh, well, no, I mean, the original guy. Mm. Like, he he used to order them from Japan. Oh, didn't know that. Yeah, he, um... He he started doing it, you know, from um, I don't I think it was Rochester or something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know he started ordering from there eventually, but he originally got his initial shipment from Japan because um, when he was touring around there, you know, looking at um, I guess it was Sony's, uh, you know, stuff, mm-hmm. you know, before Apple became Apple again, um, he saw some guy's, uh, you know, uniform, essentially, you know, it was his, his uh, uniform for one person kind of deal. And he saw that and he thought it was cool. And so then he asked the designer guy who worked at Sony to make some shirts for him. And that, those were the turtlenecks. Yeah, those are cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But um, I guess they, they threatened to sue this company. It's a little um, Chinese toy maker for um, using his likeness. Hmm. But um, you can't do that, can you? You know, you know I, I, I don't know, but somehow I doubt that it is... Um, like, I know uh, Apple posted the picture of that, you know, the Steve Jobs biography, they have that same picture, they had that same picture on the website on Apple, so mm-hmm. does Apple own that picture? doesn't matter if they own the picture. They but don't... what I'm saying is, do they own the picture? If they took the picture, yes. But even if they didn't take the picture, they could buy the rights to the picture completely. Exactly. So what's to stop a person from buying a picture of somebody and then saying that they own this picture, and then if you take a but figure... They... It's like you're copying the picture. Then I mean, there's a, it seems like there's a lot of ways around this. He wore the same thing to everything. I know, but it I mean, seems like there's a lot of ways around this. I mean, apparently you can't make. Um, I mean, you can make a likeness of a person as long as you don't use any trademarked or copyrighted materials in that process. Hmm. I don't think they did. They didn't. But um, have you seen the you seen the picture of the doll, right? No, I, or the action I, figure. I actually haven't. Um, I put, I, I have them posted on the show notes, and so we, when we publish this, you'll see it. But um, it looks really amazing. Mm. I see a picture of him in color. That's sounds like. Yeah, scroll one. down. Oh, it's the second link. The second, yeah. I don't know. I put both of them up. Just that one. Check the other. Is it this? Yeah. Scroll down. It's really amazing. Oh, see, it was in color. I wasn't sure what that was. I thought it was just a really bad picture. Wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. What? You I thought because it was in color, it was a picture. Yeah, I thought it was a really bad picture of Steve Jobs. No, that's a photograph of the action figure. Oh, okay, I get it now. It's a really amazing likeness. That's a, that's a pretty well done like, action figure. Look at all of the poses that you can do with him. That sounds kind of weird. Well, some of them don't look okay. I mean, yeah, the one where he's. Uh, no, I mean the, his wrists are really messed up. Wow, that is pretty bit bad. But his face, his glasses. Well, I'm thinking about this one right here. Uh, this is a picture of him standing up holding the iPhone, but I don't think he's yeah, thin look, enough. Look, look, <laughs> look a little more. I, I love the one where he's um, doing that one thing. Doing that one thing. You'll, you'll see it when you see it. Doing the phone one? At the very bottom. Hmm. <laughs> yep. Um. Does it look like he's trying to scratch his own nuts to you? Or does it just <laughs> it look like to me? You know, you know, okay. So let me tell you, I don't remember what which uh, keynote this was, but I remember it happening. This is just a reenactment from a keynote. It really is. I did not see this keynote. I didn't, I, I, I remember it happening, but I don't remember what year was. Okay. It's after 2002, I can tell you that. I agree. How do you, how do you get off a of full screen? Oh, never mind. That's a Mac. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, that's a really so, nice action figure. I'd buy one. Yeah, I really want one, too, because yeah. I want to add it to my sister's Barbie collection, even though she doesn't <laughs> play with Barbies anymore. But um, that'd be cooler than Ken. Hmm. Yeah. I was forced to uh, sit through uh, Toy Story 3 the other day. Toy Story 3. Oh, the sequel to Toy Story 2. Which was the sequel to Toy Story One? I, I totally follow now. Good. Uh, was it? What was it about? I I don't know. I wasn't really watching. I was programming something, and um, I it, I was just thinking it was funny though because you know Steve Jobs did, you know Pixar that did Toy uh, Story. Um, yeah. I was like, so 
that makes me wonder another thing. Why did you have to watch Toy Story 3? I, I don't know. Everybody decided to watch it like, hey, look, here's a Netflix movie we can watch. And I was like, okay, fine. Who's everybody out of curiosity? Parents. Ah, okay. Yeah. It's like, mmm, movies. Netflix. Mm. They hadn't used it in a while. Okay. Yeah. Did you look at the history of all the... Brothers. Monks? All the monks? All the monks. And Vampire Bund? Mm-hmm. Not Diaries? Yeah, I don't know. What yeah, I think. No, no, you don't. Yeah. Uh, I, I see the, uh, the, the, um... The wrists here, as you said. The the wrist of Steve. Oh, figure. yes, yes, yes. And, wow. It is that, pretty bad. That is um, quite a joint. Yeah. But just makes his arm 33% thinner, like in proportion. Like, just big joints, just thin, skinny arms. But it does look really... I don't think he's thin enough. Yeah. I don't know. So, when I saw this picture, I thought it was legitimately just a really bad picture of him. No, it is that detailed. Except for in the hands. But the hands are fine. It's just the wrist. Okay. I'm buying one. I I, I will definitely buy one, too. Oh, look. There's a video playing in the background. I'm going to turn that off. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I I, I, I like that. I wonder how much they're going to cost. Do you know? Uh, No. um, I have no clue. Hmm. That's too bad. I would would like to know how much it costs so I could put in a pre-order. They're definitely not going to be on Amazon. Why is that? Uh, I can just see them having a hard time keeping the product up mm. on Amazon. Yeah. Especially if they're based in China. Yeah, lots of things from China come from come China. From come China, from China but like I, iPad covers. No, but which I mean... Are, like, did you see that? All the iPad covers were coming from China and they yeah. had nothing to do with the Apple store at yeah, all? absolutely. Yeah, but they were selling them as legitimate things. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fun. But I, I mean, I, I I think it's a little bit harder though to sell something on Amazon if you're unless you're based in the states. Mm. You know, I, I buy stuff from Russia all the time on Amazon. Really? Yeah. Um, I got a Russian hat. Um, but f- from Russia? Yeah, I got uh, the Russian. The uh, shipping label was all in acrylic. Uh, cool. Acrylic alphabet. That's yeah. nice. It was very creepy. Uh, not creepy. It was very cool. I cut it out and um, have it um, pinned to my well, wall. Well, maybe is, is the company based in the states and just shipping from Russia though? No, it is based in Russia. Okay. Yeah, and that's that's good. Yeah, that's cool. It just seems like it, it, I, anybody can open a little Amazon shop thing. I mean, I just think it would be hard for uh, a Chinese company that's disputing with Apple to put something on Amazon and not and not get taken down. Because <laughs> they're already trying to yell at them for using the likeness, right? But we agree that you can't own a likeness, likeness of somebody. No, I don't. I, but I can see a lot of ways to get around it legally. But not really. Except the way I just mentioned over there. But not really. Yeah. You could fight that. I can make. I can take a. I know people. Other people like you went to the photographers guild for your senior class picture, right? Yeah. You do not own the rights to that picture. No. So if I make an action figure of you, which I plan to never do, um, you saying that they could sue me for using their copyrighted picture of you, even. I don't know. Um, that just doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem right, but I think it's technically possible. Hmm. I, don't, I don't see... I, I mean, I think they could probably weasel their way, way into it. If what they does a weasel look like? Uh, Apple. That's good. Yeah. So fitting the next one. Isn't that fitting, though? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so, too. Well, so, um, you know um, that old operating system? What is it called? It's not called Windows Vista... It's not called Windows 2000. It's called, um, it starts with an X. XP? XP, yeah, that's what it is. What browser did that ship with? Internet Explorer 6. Yeah, I think so too. What browser did, um, this to ship with? 8? Or 7? I think it was 7. Kind of sad, isn't it? Uh, you know, five years later, one browser, one operating system. Well, uh, unfortunately, Internet Explorer 7 is the new oldest Internet Explorer. In other words, Internet Explorer 6 has died. Really? Yeah. 80% of the world still uses it. Well, apparently it is uh, 1% in the United States, is, which is where all the money is. Mm. Yes. You know where the most of it are? Or, <laughs> that sounds like that bad. You know where the most users of Internet Explorer 6 is? That'd be R, actually. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I really am. <laughs> yeah. You um, said users, so that would be plurals, and that would be R. Just making sure. Uh, hmm. In China. Yeah. Well, China's singular. I meant, <laughs> man, you fail. <laughs> okay. I was way, just missing that time. Okay. Uh, 
Well, uh, so Internet Explorer 6 has, uh, dropped below 1% in the, in the states, which is good because most people design for things happening in the states. Uh, you know, Gmail is primarily built for people living in, you know, first world countries and hence not China. That's changing. But not right now, yeah. Uh, you know, Amazon is primarily based in the states. You know, the big companies that have to support Internet Explorer 6 don't have to now. Yeah. Um, because, you know, it's so low that it's not even worth it. Yeah. But, I mean, I think, uh, what's the population of the U.S.? Mm-hmm. I think, uh, last time I checked, it was like, uh, 300 million? Ask Wolfram. Mm. Seems like that's a lot of work. Mm. Wolfram will tell you anything. Yeah, but they don't really do a good job of telling me the answers. I need to know. Really? Mm, at 350, just like I said. Uh, and what would be uh, 1% of that? You have Wolfram open. Uh, 3 million people still have Internet Explorer 6. Does that sound like a lot to you? Yeah. You know, it does. It sounds like a lot to me, but you know what? I don't care about them. I don't support them anyway right now, so... Mm-hmm. So if you visit the uh, Nexus website that we're not talking about, if you visit that website, you will see something, but um, it might look a little bad. I want to go find Android Explorer 6. I need to find a copy just to see it. If you walk over to the nearest computer and you do a uh, alt spacebar in that room, okay, <laughs> and you type in IE tester, you can find it. Okay. Yeah. I'll do that later after the show. Yeah. We're doing something right now. Really? Yep. There's a show going on? I think so. I was just talking. Well, uh, so I think it's a time to celebrate that we finally killed it. You killed it. Yeah, we finally killed it. Mm, I don't think you did. I, or we. I think my blog didn't support it ever, so I think, you know, it was part of my encouragement. Mm, okay. Yeah. What was that uh, website that uh, reports uh, IE6 usage around the world? What was that called? IE6 Countdown. Okay. You, you, that's, uh, you mentioned that last week, I think, or... Yep. Sometime that's, that was a really nice website. That was good. Yeah, yeah, they did a good job at breaking that down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's Microsoft for you. Yeah, one thing they did right. <laughs> one thing they did right was to, destroying their old products. That so they actually had um, a, a party for this event. Like they had all sorts of cake. Like the cake literally says, "Like rest in peace, IE6." Cool. I don't know. Let me let me actually, celebrating somebody's. Death. Oh, it That's doesn't funny. actually say rip. Never mind. It actually just says goodbye. IE six exclamation point. That's cool. But I think they all meant to say rip. Oh, and on this post, there's twelve comments. That's nice. That's cool. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, before I went back to school, or not back to school, before I moved on to college, I was thinking to myself, what do I need to start the new year? And my answer was a netbook. That answer is very wrong. Um, um, netbooks really don't help you in school because they can't do anything. And um, and the answer is also not an iPad because they really don't do anything. And so so did, you, did you find out what the answer was? Um, a notebook. A little 70-cent notebook is probably the best thing you can use in school. And um, Is that cheap now? At Target. <laughs> Roseville Target. Everybody shop there. I think that's what we have to do every episode. That was a very deep and subtle joke. Mm-hmm. Continue. Either way, um, but um, as you know, a lot of districts are trying to push for um, more technology use. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. like you hear all these stories about kindergartners getting um, iPads, iPads oh, and stuff. It's absurd. And all these teachers complaining about their new smart board. Smart board. Smart um, But either way. so See, I was doing one that nobody else had done. Smart board. Okay. Either way, um, but teachers aren't liking this, like, because they're all these districts are, because you know that's what a school district does. Like, yeah. They take the really good something that's working, then they make it not work, and then they make everybody hate that. You know, it seems true, especially at Saint Paul Public School District. Hmm. You ever been there? Yes, I have. Spent uh, all my life there. Hmm. I have a I have a meeting with the community ed department on uh, Tuesday. Make sure to not attend. No, actually, I have to. I get paid. You get paid to attend a meeting? Yeah. Bring a snack. It's an hour. Bring two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so a lot of teachers are trying to fight all these um, pushes to um, use different technology in the classroom. Mm-hmm. So w- let's say you're a little kindergartner again. Okay. You love running around, breaking things, and most importantly, dropping things. 
Um, you know, when I was in kindergarten, I'll tell you what I did later. Okay. Um, I was throwing hermit crabs. We had these little pets. And, when um, I was in kindergarten, I was doing a lot of cool stuff. Not throwing her- hermit crabs? No, I was being really innovative. I made I made this, um, it was a like a, maybe a quarter-inch PVC pipe kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I took a lanyard pen, and I put it down the tube, and I put some batteries and marbles on the top of the lanyard pen that was in the tube, and I still had the cord outside. And if you pulled, you know, you whipped it really fast, you know, the batteries and things would go really fast, mm-hmm. and it would essentially be a projectile. Yeah, do you know what I did in eighth grade when I was 18? I made a hydrogen bomb in my basement. Yeah, but you know what? Um, okay. There's a big um, difference. There is. One's a lot cooler. And one's a lot more deadly. Yeah. Especially, you can't accidentally shoot yourself with a, whatever you shot. But uh, And also, I, I have to point out the enormous, um, enormous uh, uh, gulf of... Uh, Time elapse or what? That, too... Yeah. When kindergarten... Eight. How old are you in kindergarten? Five or six? Mm, I think five or six, yeah. Yeah. Long time there. Oh, well. I'm a professional electrolysis now. It's gonna burn some stuff. But not anything related to anything. Okay. So, what about being in kindergarten? Um, I mean, could you imagine just being forced to use Apple products your whole life? Yeah, I was. Because um, from you from kindergarten hear, to sixth grade, I totally was. Yeah, you don't hear about um, schools just getting a shipment of HP Touches, do you? Well, I don't know why they wouldn't have. They're really cheap. But they don't work. So? Yeah, I mean... That's um, never stopped any of them before. I was looking at a booklet about... Um, booklet? For, for teachers. Like, oh, um, okay. I know a teacher, and um, he just gives me his mail all the time because he doesn't read it. And um, I was looking at all these little apps they build for children. Mm-hmm. All it is is the app for a bunch of these things is a slideshow, basically. Wow. But you had to spend like 10 bucks and then um, per student. Hmm. So this is, all this stuff is just really inflated. Um, I, 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 um... But, there was some kids here recently that had iPads from their school district. There's uh, Lakeville or Lakeview or some some place. Okay, place. That, and um, where is that at? Like, what do you know? It, school it, it, it's up north. It's I, it's some Lakeview district, but it's in Minnesota, right? Yeah, it's in Minnesota. Okay, and um, there's they 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 use their iPad. They didn't really know too much about the iPad. They just knew about what they were supposed to do for like homework or well, you know, what were class. they supposed to do? Um, so there were some math games they were supposed to do like. They were supposed to practice, you know, like, um, were you, were, were you ever in, like, a uh, class where you had to do, like, you you took this little test, like, it was just, like, a minute long, and you just Bad had minutes? To, um, I don't know what you called it, but, like, you just answer, like, little math problems. You answer, like, ten math problems in a minute, right? Yeah. Something like, like that. We'd have, like, a hundred uh, multiplication things, and we called them, like, uh, mad minutes, and we had to see how many of these, like, it was right. just, like, nine, like, between one and nine times right. another number, yeah. one through nine. So, it's, uh, like, they had to do, a, like, an app like that for homework, you mm-hmm. know, for, like, a little while at night, and um, they did weird spelling games I didn't understand, something about fish or something. And oh, that's uh, good. Yeah, like the fish would eat a letter if you did something. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Games. But um, And so they, 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 they liked all of those things. And they were trying to show me, and it's like, okay, that's nice. And they didn't seem to know anything about the iPad. They like they knew how to go home. That's a good thing. Yes, but they didn't know about the app drawer, which is just, like, terrifying. You know, when you double tap on the home button oh, yeah. app drawer. Um, they didn't know that you could close those and that you should close those. Um. um. No, you shouldn't. I've had mine open for months and months. There's no speed difference. I know your HP Touch um, just crashes if you have, like, two things open. No, but actually it crashes if you don't have anything open. <laughs> yeah, okay, my correction. I stand corrected. But either way, it doesn't change anything. I've had VNC it, it, clients it open. It I've does. had everything. And let me tell you, it's not for the machine itself. It's for you. Because if you have the mental capacity to remember the order in which you have 500 things, go for it. But I don't. I can only remember the last nine things I've been doing. If you have more things open than that, why bother having them there? Like, then what's the point of having a switcher then? I mean, there's no point even knowing they're there. You will never notice. But I do. No, you don't. If you're using the I feel the bezels. I feel the app drawer. You feel the app drawer. I do. Okay. When it's long, it's so heavy. Okay. Unless you keep on thinking that. I do. But anyway, they they uh, also didn't understand email. They didn't. No, these poor kids. You have to be online to use it. <laughs> yes. 
Oh, I wonder if they'd have to require that each student at home had internet. Um, well... It's a strong recommendation. I don't, but I don't think they required it, but I think it, was, it, would, be, it would be nice. But it's not like the, the, the iPads were preloaded. They didn't have iTunes accounts associated with them. Like, they didn't know the passwords, obviously. But I do. Right. And um, so, I mean, it's not like they could just buy stuff. So it's not like they needed internet at home to do, like, the little math app. Then that would be really limiting of the iPad. It is, but not really. Like, a lot of the apps were just for practicing stuff. But what if I'm a creative young individual that wants to play Angry Birds? I'm sure that's not approved. But it is on there. Really? Yeah. Like, there's tons of games on there. So they just do a bunch of games to make children play that in class instead of doing other things? Um, I, yeah, I don't know. If I was going to give a little kid a, a thing, I would destroy every game. Well, they were in third grade, I guess, so. Oh, so um, you have to be third grade enough to play Angry Birds? I think so. Like, okay. Cartoon violence. Yeah, oh, I hated that so much about Smash Brothers. Like, you know the game Super Smash Brothers? Yeah. Well, apparently, actually not apparently, uh, for um, Super Smash Brothers Melee, the sequel, it was rated T. Mm. For um, cartoon mischief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, my mom was not too thrilled at first to let me play. Mm. Uh, but then she saw the game and I'm like, no, oh, don't play this until it don't bother me. Okay. Uh, that's uh, nice. She didn't exactly word it like that, but that's what she meant. I, I, I got yeah. And, and then I was happy. I played that game. It was so much better than Guild Wars. I, I like, yeah. I liked um, the Super Smash Brothers on the Nintendo 64. Yeah, it's the same game, just with uh, more characters to play with. And but it, I actually knew how to play. Like, there weren't, like, a billion different move combinations. Like, there was only, like, five. Oh, so you would have loved Soul Calibur. Is you just pressed oh, one so button. Oh, you know, I played Soul Calibur. I, I actually... Uh, you played it for the Dreamcast, right? No, I actually obtained Soul, Soul Calibur 3 for the PS12 minus 4. Um, and, uh, otherwise known as 2. And, um, it was really, really bad. It was stupid. It's like, you, you hit a button and something happens and then the game is over. There's no combos, though. You just press the button as fast as you can. You spam also, there's match. no plot or point or people or... You need to be the strongest. One goal. No dialogue. It's okay. Big week? Big week. Good. So, uh, so what about, what about, uh, these, uh, kindergartners? Um. It's Man, not, way they, off topic, They, they right? don't want, um, they want the shiny stuff. It's the teachers. They think that, um... It's ruining kids. Like, make them in front of a computer screen the whole, all the time. They um, want the shiny stuff? Of course they want the shiny stuff. What are they, rats? I want the shiny stuff. And I'm not a rat. Okay. I'd be really fat and overweight for a rat. <laughs> I could totally just see. Yeah, that would be bad. Squeak. But either way, um... Like, have you heard, um... I know we covered this, our, I think, our first podcast... That, um, so do you know Silicon Valley? Yeah. Well, there's a bunch of schools there that, that prohibit any technology. Like, mm-hmm. all these Google developers were sending their kids to the... Uh, but I think uh, that uh, makes sense. Yeah, they want their children not to have anything to do with technology until... Like, Here's a piece of straw. Make a hat. Exactly. And why is the dog pink? Seriously, it happened. Yeah, nothing to explain. No. Um, but, I mean... Uh, do you think that kindergarten's too age, too young of an age to blast people with annoying stuff like frogs uh, and hmm. fish spelling? Well, um, hmm. You know, if they're taking it home, then it's too young. Like these kids, I I was talking to, they they took their iPads home with them continuously. Yeah, because I know you didn't go to, with them to school. No way, that'd be like death. And uh, so. I mean, if they're taking it home, I think kindergarten's too young. I think, you know, third grade is acceptable to take home, but even that's pushing it. But on the other hand, when I was in third grade, you know, I, I um, actually knew what a computer was. I actually knew what the start button was. You know, I could, you know, actually use a computer more than my uh, parents could. Yeah. But these kids with the iPad, they can't even use the iPad as well as I can. So, hmm. I don't, I don't know what the problem there is. It seems that it seems that children these days have a severe lack of in uh, you know just the, the lack of curiosity, or hmm. the stuff that I know about is just too hard to discover without like any help. I don't know. I assume the first operating system you're using was ninety five. Yeah. So that 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 was pretty self explanatory. Uh pretty much every operating system I've ever seen. 
There's some before that that weren't. I used 3.1 also. As a kindergartner. Yeah. Good luck exploding. No, no, it was fine, actually. Okay. But you know who had a problem with 3.1? Who? My grandmother. Ah. So my mom went to Cardinal Stritch University. It's some uh, place somewhere. And I've never um, heard of it. Yeah, I've never heard of it either. And so she got a laptop from the university. And it, it, when was this? This was like 92 or 93. Okay. So, like, you know, years after I was born. And we had that laptop until, like, 97. Mm. Is that the one of the ones that were propping the air conditioner? No, no. Way older. Long gone now. Okay. And um, that laptop had Windows 3.1 on it. And uh, we had AOL at the time. So the AOL was icon- on the icon. You know, the, that icon was on the desktop. Mm-hmm. And somehow we brought it over to my grandmother's house. And uh, we, you know, told her what to do. Click on AOL to open AOL. And somehow she deleted it. <laughs> cool. We, it's still a mystery today. So. Yeah. You found it in the recycling bin? or No, nope, but it was, it was gone. It was uninstalled from the system. <laughs> That's fun. Three clicks and somehow she killed it. Uh, so when I was young, I know this is off topic, but I... Um, I think we're long gone. Yeah. My, well, my first computer had um, one gig of hard drive space. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to free it up. And so I just started going through files, and I'm like, okay, I didn't need this file. I'm going to delete it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, error, Windows cannot delete this file because it's vital to the system. So I double-click on the directory, and I found out that you can delete everything inside the directory. Like, it was just the main directory, like yeah. um, that. So I just went into all these folders and just deleted everything. Mm-hmm. And then um, I'm like, this is great. Look how much space I have. Now I can have more drawings. Um, oh, I, nice. I used to do a lot of paint drawings on yeah. the computer. Because mm-hmm. uh, that's all I did on 95. Um, yeah. And then... um. I restarted the computer. Man, you must have made a lot of drawings to fill up. I, I, Were you saving it as BIM? JPEGs. Oh, well, that's what stills. That's a lot I, of pictures. I, I never finished. I never filled it up. But I just mm. wanted more space. Okay. But Longer. I never came back online. Mm. Makes sense, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, one day, I went into some system directory. Mm-hmm. And I was just poking around. I, was, I just wanted to see what would happen. So I deleted a bunch of files. It deleted mm-hmm. fine. Didn't complain. Two seconds later, they came back. That's fun. Yeah. So Windows put them back. It was pretty creepy. Mm. They were Windows system files. It didn't let me delete them. I mean, it would let me delete them, but it wouldn't let them stick on. Mm. Very fun. Yeah, that is kind of cool. Yeah. But I, I, again, going back to the topic. Yeah. It's... People, uh, kids these days, I don't, I, I, the, the technology we grew up with was different. Yeah. We actually had to learn things. But not really. You had to learn what a mouse was. Now you have to know what your finger is, which is very baffling to some people. You have to understand that most adults still can't do what we do with computers instantaneously. Like, yeah. hey, go Google that. What? Google? AOL? Mm. Dial-up? Do you need to be online for that? You see? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's 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 the same thing. Um, somebody in the Mutuals user group uh, sent an email asking a question. And it was a perfectly legit question. But the guy had an email address at AOL, and it's like, hmm, does he really know what he's doing? I would say yes. Sometimes people can't change. You know what? If you're a web developer, I don't think you're going to be using AOL. Yeah, like, um... I mean, I don't, I don't care how ingrained you are into the AOL services, you're not that ingrained. Mm. Either way. I don't know, I... Um. Because I have plenty of email accounts. Like, I have a Yahoo thing, but I would refuse to ever check an email with a Yahoo account. Like, I have, like, Warlord 66. Um, like, remember that movie, yes, um, I, Live I, Free or Die Hard? I'm, I'm well, I immediately got a Yahoo account for that. Perfectly but, um, aware. I've, I've never even used that, like, uh, Yahoo's mail client. I just have everything go to my um, I would I, I would have purchased Warlock.com, and I would have put the the at Warlock.com. Yeah, but you didn't do this when you were younger. Well, no, because I didn't care. Yeah. But, um, either way, uh, what was your next story? I don't even know. Something about Windows 8. Have you ever heard of that? I did. So I played around with it a little. So we, we have the um, developer uh, preview right now of Windows 8. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this feature is included in the preview or not. Uh, I'm guessing it's not. But I've heard rumors it is. So I don't know either way. And I can't understand how to navigate in Windows 8 yet, so I didn't look myself. Uh, however, um, what's the biggest problem with Windows you have? Um, do, do you ever find yourself just wanting to reinstall? All the time. Yeah. Especially when I try to install Java. <laughs> I, 
I have a blog post about the uh, instructions on how to do this very thing. Yeah, step one, delete system environments. Step two, restart. Step three, burn and die. I think those were steps seven, eight, and 20. But, um, so uh, Windows 8 is introducing two new features called Refresh and Reset. And um, it's pretty cool. So what Refresh will do is uh, you just go into the system control panel and you hit the Refresh button. And what it does is it keeps all of your, um, you know, system settings, your files, like, you know, in my docs, and uh, it keeps all your, your Metro apps. And what is the problem? But um, very nice feature. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it keeps all of those things, and then it reinstalls Windows. Hmm. Mail from Logitech. Interesting. And then Reset is the more expanded version of that. It. Uh... I got putty in the control board. Yeah. We should put that putty down. Uh, it, uh, so the reset feature essentially wipes all data. So if you were donating your computer to, you know, the government or something, yeah. uh, you could, uh, just ask Windows to wipe your computer, essentially. That's a nice feature. So it, it installs Windows again, but it wipes all data. So it, it's a pretty nice thing. I remember when I had XP, I would reinstall every six months to keep it fresh. Yeah. With uh, Vista, I pretty much did the same thing. I've only reinstalled my Windows 7 desktop once. Mm. I used to reinstall XB every 29 days. It <laughs> happened on the 30th. Nice. How, yeah. did, how did you deal with uh, days, uh, months with 31 days? Well, it, it just does from the day you installed, you have 30 days. Mm. So it didn't matter. You just hoped it then um, on a weekend or something? No, it doesn't matter. Okay. You can do it on a 15th of. Monday. Yeah. What is that, like a Don't seven of spades it. or something? Um, yeah. Yeah. But, um, and then it just didn't matter how many days were in the month. It just gave you 30 days. Hmm. But, um, then I just found a very, 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 very nice and very easy to use ISO image of a very interesting version of XP. ISO? Yeah, just a little image. Bad joke. Uh, okay. Very well, bad joke. Did you get it? Nope. Oh. That's how bad it was. Hmm. I don't think you listened to your own show. So, you know on Windows, laptops, you know, like that one right there? Yeah. You know how you go to the sidebar, you know, the side of the trackpad, and you use your one finger to run across the side to scroll? Yeah. I tried to do that on this MacBook Air. It didn't work. Like, I'm trying mm-hmm. to, like, scroll down the page here. And you know what else doesn't work? You go in the wrong direction on that stupid device. So, so let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you this. Okay. I think so. Yes, I know so. It's completely ridiculous. You do it on your iPad. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. To move a page up on your iPad, what do you do? Take it and move it up. Which is what I'm doing here. But when you... Okay, on the iPad, it's like you're on a board and you touch it and then you attach yourself and then you move it up. That's... On that, you're just scrolling. No, 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 you're, you're literally using your pointer to touch the paper to move it. Metaphorically. Mm. It's it's identical. Mm. It, it is completely identical. It's it, not how the world works, Like, I though. used it here. I, I did the same thing here today on this, uh, what is this called again? Uh, HP, HP Touch. Touchpad. And, uh, you know, you, you go up to see things below. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not backwards. Okay. I think. Okay. But, uh, but then I go back to Windows, then everything makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, hmm. What I think we need to do? Yeah, some lightning? Yeah, I think there's uh, a storm coming by. How about some lightning? Let it lightning and... I don't know. Let lightning. We let it snow? Let it lightning? No, that doesn't... That doesn't make sense. Let it lightning. So, uh, uh, the Google Plus traffic um, is up 55% from November, and uh, in the last week of December, it was hugely up. Okay. That's yeah. surprising. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. Yeah. Much better than that, Facebook. Mm, definitely. Uh, 1.2 iOS and Android apps collectively were downloaded in the last week of 2011, probably because of Christmas gifts. Uh 
Another fun one that I thought was just hilarious was that, uh, you know, uh, the iPhone 4S, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, what does a weasel look like? Yeah. Well, uh, one of the ads for the iPhone 4S was um, an ad citing the amazing and revolutionary 8-megapixel camera. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, so they, in the picture, like, there's this girl on the beach, and they're taking pictures of the kid and stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, Samsung, our good friends at Samsung, mm-hmm. well, they thought it would be cool to use the same girl in one of their own commercials. Well, Apple owns the likeness of every girl. So, and action figure. So, uh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. So, it, uh, it, that was uh, pretty funny. Uh, and... Uh, Samsung pulled the ad, so they're not going to show it in Korea where the, the the ad was originally planned for. And they also pulled it from their official YouTube channel. So, oh, why? The, because they they realized the, the problems that that would cause. Like, oh, look, they're really copying Apple this week. Oh, wow. wow. It's so funny. Smart board. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I, it was actually a, a pretty, pretty uh, boring commercial. Is with the kid sitting with the dad and, you know, playing with the new Galaxy Tab or something. Was it on a beach, too? No, it wasn't. It was, like, in a house. Oh, that's not us copying. Yeah, like, they were sitting on a couch, like, here, look, here's a tablet. Have fun. Okay. I don't know. It was in Korean. I couldn't couldn't read that. Use Google to translate it for you. It was a video. Wait a few years. I know they're getting there. Uh... So, uh, did you hear that uh, Yahoo hired a new CEO? I did. I don't know his name, except that it's um, uh, Scott Scott uh, Thompson from uh, what company? Mm. Did you read this story? No, I did not. I just, okay. read, I just read the headlines. I don't care about Yahoo. Well, the, the name of the company the guy came from is in the headlines, so I mean, really? I read it on a different site, then. You should really read the links to your co-host posts. I have nothing to do with my co-host. Never met him before. It appears some Okay, podcast. well, uh, it's he's from PayPal. Oh, I heard of that. Uh, which is funny because uh, I believe uh, Meg Whitman was from uh, eBay, which made PayPal. Yeah. So doesn't that doesn't make any sense. But one of the things that... I mean, if you look at PayPal, there's a lot of bad things going on with PayPal. The, the, the customer service at PayPal is horrible, and in general, PayPal is a pretty bad company for customer support and service. So it's perfect for Yahoo. Yeah. So uh, that, that'll work out. Um, also this week, Sprint was accused of throttling the data of uh, users that use uh, the top 1% of all data. So... Uh, the people who use the most data, the, that 1%, they would throttle those. But honestly, Sprint says, no, we don't. End of story. Yeah. Does anybody believe them? I do. Uh, you know, earlier this year when the Motorola Triumph came out, I believe I covered that on my blog uh, and got a billion views for it, um, they were supposed to, uh, on Virgin Mobile, start throttling data. So after 2.5 gigabytes of data, you're supposed to be throttled down to 2G speed. Mm-hmm. Instead of 3G, and uh, they said uh, they skipped that this year. They said they'd do it, you know, 2012, you know, sometime. Mm-hmm. So they delayed that. So I, I think that's true. Sprint doesn't throttle if they don't have to. Mm. Yeah. Uh, finally, in the lightning round, we have uh, Sony. You know Sony? Yes, I do. Well, they have a new president. It's a week of change here in uh, the world. Yeah. Uh, and Kazuo Hirai, the former leader of the PS division, PlayStation mm-hmm. division. And also the internet division. Do you know what happened to the internet division earlier this year, last year? Uh, uh, no, I don't follow them. A major breach of security. Oh yes, I heard of that. Good. I'm glad you don't follow them. So the guy who led the internet division, who led the, who essentially, you know, kind of let the major breach happen. Mm-hmm. Well, he's just the president of Sony now. So that's, that's fun. Good. I believe blackmailed his way up. Because he got his boss's stuff. I think. I think he. Per, I think he just showed him the piece two and said, "I did this." Yep, that'll do too. Yeah, pretty much. So I, I. I hear we have a new segment. We do have a new segment because since uh, my co-host doesn't actually do any work for the rest of the podcast, we thought we should make him do something. We, I don't even know who my co-host, co-host is, so uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I do do quite a few things for this podcast, but um, I'm also going to start my next uh, thing on the Nexus. Okay, I was thinking that was kind of different. Airing on January 30th. Mm. Uh, that's a Monday this year. Really? 
Yes. No, that's cool. Yeah. Um, there will be a new segment on the Nexus. It will include many mysterious things. Well, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to tell you more and more about it each week. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. But just know, release date is going to be a Monday that you'll never forget. Just like any other Monday. You know, this seems the Beatles annoying. is not coming to the Nexus, though. Hmm. That was a Tuesday. You know, you know what? I remember that launch. Mm-hmm. And I only knew, I knew one person that was thrilled. Is he an old computer teacher? Yes. Okay, I know him too. But um, Monday. Yeah, that sounds good. Someday, on the thirtieth of January. You just wanted that that to rhyme, right? No. But it did. Coincidence, completely. Hmm. I don't, I can't do that. That's pretty unlikely. So is Yahoo being successful? <laughs> They were successful. Ten years ago. Well, so was Microsoft. Okay. Apple wasn't successful ten years ago. Yeah. I wonder who their CEO was. Don't know. Forgot who he was. Who is he? I'll get an action figure to tell you. Mm, it must be um, was... John C. Dvorak. Mm, but it was Tim Cook. Mm, I think it was uh, Abraham Lincoln. Mm. Ten years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see, ten years ago. Hmm. No, 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 I don't think so. Yeah. Different guy in a black coat. Shirt. Yeah. Either mm. way. I don't know. Hmm. Um, this is Matthew Butchell signing off. Yeah, and this is Ryan Rampersad. Have a good one. Later. <laughs>